When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. You have finally once again tuned in to the greatest football podcast in the history of the world. Into the Net FC, run by yours truly, Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. First of all, I should take a moment and apologize to everybody because I know I sound not so well. And for those of you watching on YouTube, I do not look well. I'll be honest with you. I am ill, I'm, you know, coughing like that, you know, I have a migraine, my eyes are killing me, but you know what? I like to fulfill my commitments. I like to basically give the content that I know that I can give. In other words, as long as I am able to get out of bed, as long as I am breathing in and out, I intend to fulfill my commitments to the fullest extent. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to let an illness stop me from giving you the greatest football content in the history of the world. So here we go. Well, it's very, very unfortunate. You know, and I know I'm, I'm a little bit late on this. Now, I did notice that uh, a couple of dudes, uh, Cameroonian uh, sub, uh, dudes, came in and one of them was crying. At first, I was like, oh, that's right. At first, I didn't understand why. And I feel kind of silly because they, uh, they were wearing the football kits, you know. And... They told me about it, and I and I kind of felt like, oh man, you know, because I've been so, I've been so, basically, I've been bare with my other job. I've, I've kind of actually almost forgot about the how the, the round of sixteen of the Afcon has started. And I told him, well, I tell you what, guys, I'm sorry that it happened. You know what? It's just unfortunate. You know, and I told him the truth, and honestly, they loved the way I kind of basically explained it like it is, and they were very impressed. So I'm happy to say that I've got two new subscribers, and gentlemen. Since I know that you'll be listening, thank you guys very much for coming in. You guys are welcome anytime. You guys are even welcome to come on the show. Just let me know, and I'll make it happen. Well, Nigeria is looking very, very good. Unfortunately, the same cannot be said about Cameroon. You know, it was fortunate that Vincent Aboubakar, even though he did not start this match, he actually came in. But some would say the damage had already been done. I think, honestly, the damage had been done since maybe even before the tournament started. Because let's not forget, Cameroon barely made it through to the knockout stage. Just barely. Maybe I'm taking things too far, but based on how we, what we saw, especially in that game against Senegal, you know, again, because, you know, Vincent Aboubacar is one of the greatest players that I've ever had the honor and the blessing of watching. You know, I've, I've said it on a previous episode. It makes me absolutely furious. Absolutely furious when some people who think they know the game of football, when they say, well, Alex, no offense, but... Players from Africa and players from the Middle East and from Asia are just not good enough to play in Europe. You know, first of all, if you think that, you don't know the game. There are plenty of talented players outside of Europe. Honestly, in those continents, especially in Africa and Asia, especially even in the Middle East, I dare say there are players in those parts of the world that are even more talented than some of the players that we see in Europe. 
So it's very unfortunate they don't get the same opportunities. And really, if they did, I think it would best definitely positively impact the game. Anyway, enough about that. But the Cameroonian team, I don't even know where to start. I mean, there's all that uh, that drama surrounding, of course, you know, the goalkeeping, uh, the, the goal, the uh, goalkeeping drama. Excuse me, kind of a. Uh, sorry, my chest is also kind of killing me. But Andre, the whole thing with Andre Onana and everything, and you know, and, and the whole team just looks completely disoriented. The team looked unmotivated. They lacked a, a serious lack of concentration, a lack of vision, a lack of chemistry. I mean, every, basically every single quality that is required for a football team to actually have a great game and have a great run in a tournament. Everything Cameroon, all those Cameroon just did not did not have enough of it or didn't have any of it. And listen, I don't mean to disrespect the Cameroonian national team. I really don't. You know, I've said the same thing about the French national team. I've said the same thing about England. I've said, you know, I've, I say it like basically, I, basically I tell it like it is. Based on what I see. Okay, I'm French-American, so as much as the French national team means a lot to me, I will go on a barrage of criticism on the team. I mean, if you have listened to my show since the beginning, it's been well documented that I've been very, very critical of the manager Didier Deschamps. And I'm very still heartbroken that Zinedine Zidane is not managing the national team, but I understand that Deschamps was not going to be fired after taking the team back to the World Cup final where they unfortunately lost to Messi in Argentina. But, but again, it is what it is. Look, and, and Cameroon is always, is actually one, not only one of the greatest players in Africa, but honestly one of the best, let's say players, one of the best teams in Africa, but one of the best teams in Europe. My apologies, guys, and again... The illness, the, the, you know, my migraine and everything, I think it's taking a, a serious toll, but here I am. I'm not going to let that stop me. Anyway, you know, I think Cameroon definitely needs, well, there's definitely need to make some changes. Because of how Cameroon is right now, if they don't make changes, could, could you imagine if they risk failing to qualify for the World Cup in 2026? Now, because Cameroon is on a mission, because of what happened in the previous World Cup, they want to make up for it. I mean... Cameroon would love to have a bit of an emergence and a bit of a run like they did back in 1990 when I believe they became the first African team to make the quarterfinals. So, <sighs> so, the, so at the same time, you know, Cameroon just, is just basically going through a period. You know, and, and a lot of the national teams really do. So, you know, and Cameroon would love nothing more, especially because the next World Cup, there's not 32 competitors, there's 48. So... So basically, if if Cameroon made it as far as the quarterfinals in that one, I mean that's basically you know you know like that that's even farther than one before. So, but as far as Cameroon goes, I mean they're just basically a complete shell of their former self, and it's very very unfortunate. As far as Nigeria goes, Nigeria has basically positively improved since the unfortunate uh, since the last couple of years and, and whatnot. So, you know, Nigeria basically, I mean Nigeria could actually be. A favorite to win the, the tournament. I mean, you know, of course, you know, we still got the likes of Senegal, and of course, Egypt, unfortunately, is out, and there will be an episode on Egypt coming up. I know the timing is a little off, but, you know, again, these are scheduled based on intervals. But, you know, it hurts me to say because Mohamed Salah, much like Zinedine Zidane, Mohamed Salah is my hero. You know, as a kid, you know, I've idolized Zidane since I was a kid, and I still do, but, you know, Mohamed Salah has been, on my, has been my idol since, you know, since my early to mid-20s, and I just turned 31, so... Yeah, it's very unfortunate. And Salah didn't even actually participate in this game, you know, because of because of an injury. So it's an, it's just unfortunate how an injury just prevented him for prevented him from playing. It really is unfortunate, but that's uh, I'll get to I'll get deeper in that in that episode. But but Nigeria is really really looking good. I mean, Adamola Lukman, man, the guy who actually played, he's been playing uh, with Atalanta for I believe since 2022. I mean, born in England, but 
and represents his ancestral Nigeria. I know, honestly, you know, and he's been he's been doing you know quite well. So now, I should I should mention you know Cameroon had zero shots on target. I mean that just goes just that just goes to show all the qualities that they're lacking or have or don't have any at all. Like like I said, the lack of chemistry, lack of vision, the lack of ability. I mean everything. I mean unmotivated. It's like they it's it's almost as if they just didn't want to play. So. And I hate taking things that far, but Cameroon had longer ball possession, and you know it even had more passes and even a better pass accuracy. So, so maybe there was a little bit of something. So again, there was a little bit of the qualities, but obviously not enough. You know, zero shots on target and four for Nigeria. So Nigeria basically had, went fifty percent like that. So, so Nigeria obviously you know like like that. And honestly, in Cameroon's case, they're just fortunate that that it, it wasn't worse than it was. So. Because you no, know, Nigeria just basically had a little bit of you know things like that you know that, that needs to basically be improved. But but by a landslide, Nigeria was obviously the better team, and it seems that Nigeria could very well be you know you know progressing and progressing positively, and you know would love to would love to see them you know compete in in North America you know in two years for the FIFA World Cup. So so as far as Nigeria goes, according to this, Nigeria will play Angola in the quarterfinals. Of course, Angola beat Namibia. So of course you know we still got you know Morocco and, and South Africa, and of course you know Senegal and, and Ivory Coast, which will be later today. And I know that the timing again is a little off because by the time that episode's out, it's gonna be like yeah. Anyway, but you know of course you know Guinea, you know getting it past Equatorial Guinea, and of course they're playing DR Congo, who of course eliminated Egypt. You know some some exciting matches. You know so it's just good to see that aside from the European Championship. Aside from you know everything, the Comembol, you know the South American one. I mean, it, it's good to see, it, it's good to see some very very fun tournaments, you know, in you know in the African continent and of course in Asia as well. So, you know, as a football fan and as a sports writer that loves to cover this game, you know, all I can say is that I'm just absolutely blessed. So, Nigeria, honestly, I think Nigeria should basically find a way to get into the quarterfinals, but uh, of course they're not going to make the mistake of underestimating. At least I hope not. As far as Cameroon Cameroon goes, I mean, they got to make some changes, you know, and I mean some serious changes. It's just very, very unfortunate, and it's, it's very, very painful to see what's what Cameroon has become, you know. Obviously, they're always a favorite in the tournament, but in this one, it, it just did not go well, and you know, in, in Nigeria, it basically started basically rise back up. So, you know, again, the more competition, the better. And, and when you see these national teams that are never really expected to make it as far as they do. You know, in my case, that that's another story right there. So, that's just how unique every tournament is. With it, you know, unique in, in their own in their own way. You know, the European Championship, the Africa Cup of Nations, the AFC Asian Cup, and of course the Oceania. Which, if I messed that up, I'm sorry. But bottom line is, every tournament is unique in their own way. And in my case, they go different. The play style, the environment, it's all different than what we see in Europe and in North America, and of course in South America. So, so my case, yeah, you know, I'm just blessed, but. It's very, very unfortunate what happened to Cameroon, but, you know, give credit to Nigeria. Nigeria was obviously the better team, and Cameroon's got a lot of changes to make because if, if Cameroon is to basically qualify for the World Cup in North America, they got to get to work immediately. And I do mean immediately. So hopefully they do, and we'll see what Nigeria does, you know, moving forward as far as the AFCON goes, and of course moving forward with any tournament that, that is ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, into the Net FC, of course, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. So here's what I need you to do. Please, hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell, because I want to be sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. And if you are feeling generous and would like to leave a donation, 
You can do so either on YouTube by sending me a, a super thanks, or if you look at the episode description, you'll find my information as far as Venmo and Cash App. But please, it is not obligatory. Don't feel obligated to do it. It's entirely up to you because as everybody knows, what means more to me is the love and support that I've been getting when you take the time of watching my content, leaving a like, leaving a comment, and even going as far as sharing it out. I'm so grateful for those who have done just that. Thank you so much from, from the bottom of my heart, and we'll see you all next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.